This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, Mondays suck as a rule, but uh, yesterday's did not suck. They announced the show. Finally, they announced Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Hate Breeder rolling out throughout the entire summer. This, and I think they're, I think they're even hitting up, uh, it might be Europe as well. I have to check all the dates, man, but it's, it's going to be a great summer run for those guys. Formed in 1981 in New York City, they, along with Metallica, Slayer, and Megadeth are considered one of the big four of thrash metal. The band is Anthrax. And on Tuesday, August 2nd, the band brings their 40th anniversary tour to the Midland Theater. Please welcome Anthrax frontman and longtime friend of the show, Joey Belladonna. Mr. Joey, how are you, Joe? Hey, good morning, Johnny. You got Crystal with me. Hey, Johnny. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? I'm good. Well, how are you doing, yeah. man? I uh, we want to give our condolences again to my very very. Uh, thank you. Man. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I was going to call back, but the problem is, man, I'm just about the time you think you're okay with talking about it. They're talking about my father passing. I'll be in the middle of a story, and just it'll crush me, and then all of a sudden, then it just gets weird. It's just no, uh, you know. Don't. Be- don't feel that way. You know what? I also feel the same way. It's just, you know, we just want to be able to relay that. You, there's no no need for that. And I do get it. You 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 can fall right back into a stump. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I, it's just one of those. You know, it's it's just tough. It's this life, right? Like, we all want to have a long, healthy, wonderful life, and then you you realize that the the payment for that long life is you're going to lose people that you love, and and yeah. and, and you're going to animals that you love. Like, I was super sad for you guys. I saw uh, that you'd lost. Was it? It was your horse, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's oh. just yeah. like one after another, and then you know, of course, you know, when you get with the family, that's your rock too, you know, yeah. all the way. So well, you know, it's crazy. Uh, speaking of animals, I just, I, 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 I don't think we ever spoke of this. I never told you, like all my life, I've wanted to have a paint for whatever reason. When I was a kid, I used to work at a, a stable and muck stalls all the way through high school out at White Fox Manor here, and because uh, I had a thing for a girl that rode horses up there, and. Mm-hmm. 
And so I've always wanted to have a paint, not, you know, and ride a little bit. I've ridden a little all, all my life, but uh, but just because I've just thought they were wonderful, amazing horses. Did you say White Fox Manor? Yeah. I used to show there a lot, and one of my best friends right now, her aunt and uncle owned White Fox Manor. Well, dude, I used to muck stalls for, you remember, and she, I, she, I, she can't still be there. There was a lady who ran the whole place named Jane. Jane, yeah. Well, my friend was Darlene Sandlin. Yeah, yeah. No, I used to yeah. muck stalls up there, all you know, years and years ago. But yeah, that was, I have been bit, kicked, smashed, you know, you name it. I've I've had it all. I've had it all. Yeah. We know a lot about mucking stalls. Yeah, we so do. We, we, we're that's a whole other program. <laughs> yeah. So this let's let's talk about this great announcement yesterday. Which finally, after all this two years and you know some touring, some shows, this here, this here, finally a proper tour. You know, really celebrating the band, and you're going out with two of my favorite bands, Hatebreed and BLS. Zach Wild, one of the greatest, sweetest guys ever. I mean, this just has the makings of a of a riot. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely a, a really close niche of friends, and uh, we've you know good hand picked together, and everybody's working really hard to get it right, and and it seems like it's a good time to kick kick things off, and uh, it's all falling into place, so we're all happy about that. Well, it's not lost on me that this is that East Coast feel, too. Yeah, it really is, yeah. It, it, but it's, again, all over the place just as yeah. well. You know? I nice. love this. I love it. And, and, and Zach is one of those guys, like, and over the years, we've all seen ups and downs with him, but he is such a consistent uh, brother and, and a friend and a, 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 a just a good human. I mean, I've seen him when he was with, you know, with Ozzy, and then of course on his first solo stuff when he was doing uh, Pride and Glory, and then and when he launched BLS, and uh, and then you know when he lost, you know, his dearest friend ever, man, when he lost Dimebag, that was a, a rough few years for him, and then he he got out of that funk and he you know got back in the saddle again. But he's he's an interesting guy. I've always really enjoyed talking to him. Well, we we were on the No Rest for the Wicked tour when he first joined. I'll never forget him coming in the room in Florida, the back, and we started talking right away and ever since then we've all been close and we've jammed every day on those those uh dates you know that we did with ozzy and and we we had a great time together and we went out a lot and uh we've done stuff since then and there's no doubt that he uh you know we're all friends with pantera of course too just as well and you know we're all feeling that that same kind of loss just as well so we we really really have a bond together and that's not no, Dime was one of those guys when when he, we lost him, that was so tragic. And he was God. There'll, there'll never be another Dimebag Daryl, just because his personality. And he was a, a, a truly a, an innovative guitar player, and he was the sound of Pantera and Damage Plan and everything he did. But yeah. he was Vinny, bigger than life. Vinny right alongside him. Yeah, and both of them are not around right now. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. You go back to No Rest for the Wicked, back to the Aussie conversation, uh, dude. Zach, it's almost like I don't even want to bring it up with him because he was so pretty and young and skinny, like he was such a kid. Different, yeah, it was different all the way around, man. But my, <laughs> he had same kind of energy at the same time, you know. I, yeah, we, we had so many laughs. Oh my god, dude, that album. That, no, well, the No Rest for the Wicked album is one of my favorite Aussie records, man. Crazy Babies on there. I mean, that's one of the one of the all time great Aussie records. Overlooked, certainly overlooked. Well, that was a really good tour for us, too, just as well, because it was, you know, it was arenas. Yeah. You know, really, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of people at those shows, and it was a really good, 
rock heavy show for us, you know? It's nice. You know? Ozzy was always one of those guys that he and Sharon both that were never afraid to bring out a great band. They were always so smart about it. You think about all the bands that they would bring, you know, a Metallica, an Anthrax, a Motley Crue. Like, they were always bringing out somebody they genuinely thought was really important and on their way up. And they were, you know, Ozzy's never been afraid to have anybody challenge him on that stage. Uh, you know what? Geez, I mean, they, they have just such a great uh, following and a repertoire. And plus, for, for all of us as fans, we love a good uh, a bill. Yeah, you know, good package, and, and 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 we see it all the time now. You know, as much as we can put a great package together, we're always looking for something for the fans to really, really grab a hold to. You know, and come. Yeah, this has got to be like this is such a great uptick for you guys. Like in terms of getting out, the sun is back out shining. It's it's you know summertime is right around the corner. The tour has now been announced. You got a great lineup, great dates. I mean, it's just going to be the beginning of a good, hopefully, hopefully you guys will go out for a year and a half, two years, like whatever feels comfortable to you, and just and just try to regain some of that lost time, man, over the last few years. Yeah, then we got Europe right after that, too, you know, so uh, shortly after that. So we got a nice nice run coming up there in the fall and overseas. You, so you when, you, when you go to Europe now, because I know you, you guys like to get out and explore, like, because, you know, you, you get out there, you can get up early and go find stuff. And that, that's that got to be the most fun for you, besides, obviously, the, the live show. Because I think when you're young, and, and you, it's so hard when the band is first starting out, I think, to go out and explore as much as you'd like to. And now it's you, know, you realize, man, I may not be here again. I may not be in Barcelona again. I may not be in this part of Germany again. I may not be in London right here again. And it's fun to go walk around. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely uh, try to get as much as we can in with, uh, with reason. You know, and uh, especially over the over the time, we've learned a lot more where to go. You know what what makes sense and what we like and what we have time for too at the same time. You know, right, right. Is it tough for you to go out and uh, and walk around? Because especially in Europe, like you you guys, we all love anthrax in the United States, but people don't understand. Like you guys are lords, lords in Europe. Like it's it's insane. Their their love of metal is so wonderful. Like I still, we were in Barcelona, went to three different record stores, just hanging out, just going to metal bars, and just finding all the stuff. Dude, I was in Budapest, Hungary once, Joey. And if you're just joining the show, the great Joey Belladonna from Anthrax is here. We, uh, I wander into, and this guy had built a man of war bar. I was like, get the f out of here! Literally, the entire bar was dedicated to man of war. Good, yeah. I mean, it's just like the sports bars around here. They do it for the rock, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. Yeah, there's a really good scene over there. We don't mind walking around. There's, you know, there's plenty of room to do things, and everybody's quite polite and friendly. And it's nice to it's nice to bond with with some new people on the streets, you know. Sure. Yeah. No. And see, isn't that that's such a great place to be? And and that's what makes you honestly one of the greats. You are genuinely a, a good human being, and mm-hmm. and 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 so many bands, so many guys I see over the years, they they whatever reason they feel like it's part of their 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 aura to they have to be somehow uh, like dismissive of it, like they don't it's too much and they don't want to go out. And it's so hard for them to go somewhere, and it, to me it's so much easier just to smile and enjoy that that somebody loves what you do. Hey man, I I love. I mean, for me to do what I do, it's I just feel like I want to be one of everybody, you know. And I don't yeah. want. I want to. I want to enjoy what they enjoy too, and and also be friendly enough to give it back, you know. Uh, at least give them some gratitude. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to remember that all of their life. Yeah, well, they do. They yeah. do. 
I mean, listen, uh, when, when you first started touring and, you know, you and you got to, uh, you know, tour the Aussies and all these greats and these guys who that were people, you know, that had come before your band. And, you know, had they not been great, it would, you know, that's soul crushing when you're a real fan. And I'm sure we've all had it happen once or twice in our lives. Luckily, very few for me. Uh, all the all the ones that have been great have always been great. Like, you know, the the Brian Johnsons of, a- of ACDC, the Joy Belladonna's of Anthrax, like the guys who are real legends. I've, I've always found that you guys, you're comfortable, and there's no reason to be off-putting. Yeah, it wasn't what, what brought me there anyhow to be in a band. I didn't want to be like that. I didn't come into it, and I won't leave like that. You know, all I want to leave is the way I came in, is, is being straight up and normal about the whole thing. But at the yeah. same time... I met somebody and they weren't that as friendly to me. I would just, you know, if I enjoy their music, I just say that's fine. That's your own prerogative, and I don't. I, I try not to rub too too hard against them if they don't feel feel comfortable. That's fine. Sure. I don't want. Well, sure. That's your own. Do you ever get? Do you have anybody you have not met that you're you're like I sh- I do hope to meet them one day. Oh, there's plenty of people I would have loved to meet. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, do I? Do you want me to go down the list? <laughs> yeah. Well, just musician. I'm just curious as to who you haven't met yet. You know, oh God, music, no. musically. Oh God, I you know I I, I off, the, off the top of my head, you know, I never got to meet Freddie. Freddie oh Murphy. yeah, that would that would. I mean, I can't even imagine that. I, you know, that I, that's. He was, you know, I mean, I, well, I got to meet Robert Plant, spend time with him, but I mean, he almost, I almost didn't get to meet him. But uh, uh, you know, I, I, off the top of my head, uh, you know, I would have loved to meet uh, Anderson from uh, Yes. I never got to, never I got to spend any time with the Yes guys. I met Chris Squire, but uh, right, you know, there's, there's, God, I mean, I, 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 right off the top of my head, I, you know, Paul Rogers. I never got to spend any time with him. I, I love Paul Rogers a lot. God. You know. Isn't it just, uh, you know, I wanted to meet the other day and I couldn't put it together was the new singer for Journey, the the kid, uh, Pineda, Pineda. And, and yeah. because his story, I thought, was so incredible. I watched that documentary and I was just in tears watching that documentary for this kid. And I really, I was hoping to find a way just to connect because I just wanted just to, just to meet him because I thought it was such an amazing journey he took. I've been, I've been on stage a couple of times where he was and didn't even... Didn't even lift a shoulder or an eyeball, so I leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I leave it at that. I don't know why. You got, you got me on that one. Gotcha. I, I'm not afraid to bring that one up because that's where I get a little puzzled. You know, yeah. I'm talking nobody up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it crazy? You know, crazy. Right next, you know, like, like if you and me were on the side of the stage, I don't care if I just came up for a quick sip, I would give you a high five. I would... Um, you know, or even if I had a second, usually they got a long break in a song. I'd be like, yeah, what's up, man? I'll, yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right. Well, I got to get going. Boom. I go right back. Uh, on. You know, yeah, and not, see, that's what a, I'm talking about. Like, if somebody doesn't have that gratitude, like, then that's a heartbreaker for me. Like, I go, man, you've been afforded this. Like, every day of your life, you should spring out of You should levitate out of bed and, and, and look outside. And it should be like you're in a goddamn Disney movie. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I like I said, I can't get caught up with all the. Yeah. It's too easy to to have been uh, executed, and then uh, you know, whatever works for you. You know, I I just don't know. I can't. Yeah. I never. Figured. Well, and that's what I learned also from a from from a lot of friends. It's like, all right, I see what that is. I got no time for it. I got to go to my heavy to my good place, and you just keep on moving down the positive road. Yeah, you live in your own little fantasy if you have to. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. And 
So yeah. when when you get to do because I think man the real greats have have always been so spectacular and, and yeah the idea of of Freddie Mercury like I can't even entertain that because he was he was gone before I really got anywhere in this business and he was such a legend prior to that like he doesn't even seem like a real like I don't think you could even wrap your head around like if you were to see him in the flesh because to me he's so much bigger than life he's not even a real human. I met Brian early early on in eighty eighty. 85 or 86 uh and he was awfully nice and but freddie i mean i've seen them twice with freddie but i never got to meet him uh it would be nice to sit around and chat with him oh uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was on yeah. the way back on a plane an international flight when uh that bohemian rhapsody came out uh-huh. the movie, and and i know the wembley story and I, i'd seen the footage from live aid and so i knew how they crushed it that day but they get to that point in the movie and the guys put it back together again and he was sick and he comes out uh-huh. and, and it's so good i'm like i'm bawling like a baby on an airplane <laughs> the lady's like would you like a drink or i'm like i can't talk <laughs> like i'm just so <laughs> caught up in this movie hey man it's, it's that charisma that just kicks in you know it's that that special gift of uh Amazing. It's just amazing, you know. I love I love this whole style, you know. Well, and I, 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 you have this thing. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day. We were talking about Lejean from Seven Dust, and he's such a he's a quiet, thoughtful, very sweet, very kind human being. And then right before he goes on stage, there's another being inside him, and he comes out, and he's always a good human. But there's another bigger, more demonstrative, over the top. Like he is, he is. He's the guy who owns that stage, and you have that same thing. And it's funny when we, I, I, me and him have gone up to stages together, whether I'm going up or he's going up, and we're both in that quiet mode. And then whoever's going up is all of a sudden just turned into a, a different person, you know? Yeah, and it's, yeah, I, I love it. How do yeah. you, but but I mean that's that's a real thing, and, and people maybe don't they think that you're you know what the Joey Belladonna they see on that Anthrax stage, which is just hyperactive and over the top and bigger than life, you know, it's, they, they think that that's how you live every part of your life. Right. And, and they don't, you know, they don't understand it. Like that to me, it's fascinating. Cause I've seen you do it. I've seen Lejean do it. I've seen Ozzy do it. Like Ozzy will be is same thing. Very quiet, very polite, very, very English. And then it hits a switch and he's a madman. I think it's that spontaneousness that you just kind of go out there and I have no plans on nothing. It's just, you go out and you just go for it, and you just you kind of get in the mode, you know, real quick. Yeah. Well, you, you got to be fearless, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I, I think by now I, I should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'd say, I'd say you, you've got this under control. I think you, I think you maybe have played a couple shows in your life. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously our, our music is a little bit. Uh, it's got it's complex in its own way, so you really got to make sure you are not drifting or you got to pay attention as much as possible and not saying the other music either but this stuff is it's fast and it can go by real quick so well yeah well not uh, to mention how many albums i mean you know it this is uh do you now do you guys keep a set list all the way through a leg or, or a tour or do you get bored and you and you want to switch up a certain amount of songs we always bring that up but you know once you get a groove going that that set starts to make you know make sense and it all really falls together nicely, like it would be any playlist you had. It just comes together, and but you know we do throw stuff around. I mean, we, you know we try. I hate seeing us dig dig too deep sometimes because if you're not familiar with songs so much, whether it be the crowd or the band, you know some songs just don't work, even right. though you love them on a record. 
they, you know, so you have to be really, uh, really careful what you pick, you know. But I, we, we tend to have a set and keep keep it. But there is a few shifting, shifting around, you know. If you're just joining the great the show, the great Joey Belladonna, they, we announced the show yesterday. BLS hate breed, and of course, Anthrax headlining the show Tuesday, August second at the Midland. And uh, and Krista, you're, you've got family in Kansas City, so this will be this will be a holy hell show for everybody. <laughs> we always have a fabulous time though, because so many relatives we get to see them again. And friends that we've had there, and even if not everybody can come to the show, which isn't always possible, you can meet with people beforehand or maybe come a day or two early, and it's just this great big homecoming. It's always awesome. We always have such a fun time. And now that you're part of our permanent family, I know we're going to see you guys again. Of course. Well, we hope. They're always busy. I so, hope. You know. I no, I, there's no way I would miss this show. There's, I was worried for a second it was going to coincide with uh, Sturgis broadcast, but it does not look like that is any way oh, going to yeah. connect, so we'll be there. Think about how crowded it is out there now. That's the other thing I look at, what the tour is. You know, where is everybody going to be at this time? And, you know, what what's going on in the, in the whole society? How is it happening? So, you know, hopefully COVID doesn't take us down. Or, oh, God forbid. God forbid. And how did you guys, I don't think I have asked you how you met. Did you meet at a Kansas City date or, or was it somewhere else, Krista? Florida, right? We Florida. met backstage at the Monsters. Monster Rock. Monsters of Rock. I was working for Hawaiian Tropics. I was feeling good that day, yeah. so we were rock and roll. We were, we had day off in the studio, you know, big show. We could stop in and hang around, so we were, like, walking around having a blast. So I luckily ran into Krista there, so it was good. How was yeah. it? Was he, was he shy and uh, or no. direct? He was, at first he was shy, and then he he got to be a little direct. Well, yeah. well for him. <laughs> Yeah, had to move quick or it was going to run away from me. Yeah, reel them in. You know, I'll steal a golf cart just so I can find you. You know, back to Dimebag, he stole a golf cart. We watched him steal our golf cart at a rock fest here in Kansas City. And I looked at A-Hole Bob, our program director, and we and he literally just goes, it's Dime. He can have it. Well, you, know, you laugh about that because I, I love it. Like, like when we just did Daytona, like in November last year, yep. uh, so far to get to it. And everybody's like waiting for a ride by someone. And if somebody have a golf cart, we try to like hop on it, be like too many people on it. Or you just want to take one and just say, I'll bring it back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, he drove it up the tramp, up the uh, ramp into his semi and took it to his house. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> we were like, you can have yeah. it, Dime. You can just have it. Yeah, we won't say anything. You're all right. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, dude, I can't wait. August cannot get here fast enough. And uh, I know that you guys are going to – when does the tour jump off on this? What's the what's the initial date on this? Well, we, we play this week in Arizona, uh, Tucson, just a one-off Saturday. And then we start up July 26th in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, and then you hit Vegas, Los Angeles, Sacramento, Denver. So we're, we're right on the first leg of that tour, man, is Kansas City, and then jumps into Indiana and Oshkosh and all through the south and then uh, all the way into, into Cincinnati and Nashville and ends in New York. Oh, no, sorry, ends in Philadelphia, uh, August 28th. And then you jump to Europe. Is it going to be the same package, or are you going to put together a new package? No, that's, that's been announced for a while, and, you know, to be honest with you, uh, I I – Tend to have forgotten what what we put together for that. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, I, I I knew it was so long ago and, right. and far away that, and then this came up, and I've been just like kind of gearing towards go, going back out. But yeah, that's all set to go. That's been on sale and all that. I guess that'll be huge. Are you going to do some of the big festivals? Uh, I don't. Not that I know of. I think I think we had already did them one year before that, or whatever. How many years now that we've been off? Uh, 
prior to that, we'd already did some stuff. So I don't think I think we saved that for the following year. Right. Right. And a, a lot of a lot of things that are already scheduled for festivals have already been uh, like transferred over the ones that had canceled. I think a lot of those are coming right back into to the same spot, too, from what I heard. Yes. You know, Yes. It was even states last year. I think a lot of venues brought people back that they had on the list that had to cancel, you know, to reschedule them. We get them back on the schedule. So there's a lot of that, too, you know. So Yeah, and Europe is going to be super weird. Like, it'll be interesting to see how that goes with everything that's happening with Putin and the Ukraine and those poor bastards in the Ukraine. Like, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see that. It's, it's just unbelievable to think. You know that they have to go through that, have no no way around it. Yeah, I, mean, I just imagine. I mean, it's such a such a drag and so dreadful. Yeah, no, I I hope that uh, we they find a solution to this and, and we find a way out of this without getting worse. It's uh, it is just it is amazing it, and it's it is heartbreaking for those Ukrainians. You just think those poor bastards, man. It's not you know these it's it it's twenty twenty two and we look around ourselves here in this in this incredible country. Where- what do you get? Yeah, what's 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 to come of it? Nothing. No, no, you're right. I think well, that's not here. We don't know them. They don't look like us. They don't act like us. But they are us. Sure, they are. That's right. So it's, and know. that's it. And that's the thing. Like I remember back. You remember too, man. When when you finally got to go behind the iron curtain in Russia and play metal to those kids. You remember the first time you got to play? Yeah, I remember that. I remember taking pieces of the wall home and just walking. You know, just yeah. everything. And yeah. we were there when Chernobyl, had, you know. <laughs> well, we were in Berlin right yeah. after the wall fell. Yeah, after the wall fell. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've been going there quite a long time now. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a hell of a history lesson in itself, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, man. When you think about, you know, uh, those moments in your time and those kids who'd never been able to experience a, a band like an Anthrax, and for the first time you guys are delivering what they've oh. only dreamed about, what they've only heard about, which is only legend in their eyes, and all of a sudden, bam, it's in front of them. But yeah. there's still some of them that it's their first time. Oh, yeah. That's they haven't time. been able to afford it or they yeah. couldn't get Yeah, yeah they, can't, they can't get there. You know, it's too far away or whatever, you know, because there's only so many places you can get to, you know. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's an it's a crazy thing that we we take so much for granted in the United States because we do we have it a good it's an amazing country and we have so much and and we've had it for all of our for generations now, but uh, mm-hmm. you you see these kids light up like when Anthrax goes into South America like there's no there's no show like that under anywhere else in the world those guys are beyond over the top. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great it's a great atmosphere and I I would hope that it'd even be as is wonderful this time around because everyone's just ready to do it. I mean, all around the world, just as well for any show for well, that matter. A good friend of mine and um, Santiago have another one in Berlin that both were up in war and had to move. But the stories of when they grew up and they were in high school, lights out at night, standing in bread lines, scared that their father wasn't going to come home. And you just hear these horror stories. And then you hear the people who the music was everything to them. And they said, I didn't have anything. I didn't have money for food. I didn't have money to do anything. But we had music. Right. And that you see their eyes light up, and they say, you know, your husband's music got me through the hard times. And it just, you hear these stories and realize what what we think is not very much. Or we didn't do very much. We just came out and said hello to you. But to them, it means everything. Sure. And it's just, it really opens your eyes, and you realize what happens out besides our little country here that well 
I mean, think what anthrax meant and what, what rock and roll means to a kid before that curtain fell or, or, or in places where they've never seen it. It's, it's not only <clears throat> something they've never been able to experience live themselves. It also represents another place, a place where they've only heard about this freedom, about this opportunity, about this, this incredible place where you can move about freely and you're not standing in lines and all of the great things that we do forget about. It doesn't mean we're, we're all a-holes. It just means, hey, if you don't, if you don't know what it's like to go without, it's, it's very hard to have that empathy. And, you know, what you guys meant, and the first time you, you say hello or you, you meet on the street or they see you live, it really is a game changer. And I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like, it, that is that's a life-changing moment. Music means so much to so many people. Yeah, we're all, we're all intimidated in ways and shy. And so it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a thing trying to, trying to connect equally and feel, feel comfortable with one another, too, at the same time. It's right. challenging. Yeah, man. But I can't we wait. Welcome, just welcome all that. Dude, if you get if you get the if it happens and God willing and everything goes down as planned when you get to Paris on this tour, if you've never seen the catacombs underneath Paris where they put all the the skeletons, like you got to see it. It's it's <laughs> it's amazing. Well, I have to tell you, um, Joey's birthday is October thirteenth in Paris at the Bataclan. So wow. you are welcome. Yeah, right. <laughs> that really. Yeah. Do you have a day off in Paris? No, um, we don't, but we're going to make something work. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have time to do something. Man, I, before I go, i got to tell you, because it reminded me of this story. So I was we had gone to Krakow, Poland, and, and we wanted to see uh, – it's, it's, it's a horrible place, Auschwitz and Birkenau, but I couldn't – I was in that part of the world, and I felt like it was very important to go to see that. Uh, yeah. So we did, and then we took a train to Moscow. And it was an overnight, it was a long, long train. But we were there on the, in the bar car with a Russian kid who was clearly metal, black jacket, his girlfriend, and he didn't speak any English at all. And, of course, we don't speak any Russian, but we end up doing the iPod thing where you're playing bands for each other. And uh, there were so many bands. I, at this point, he still hadn't heard that. I, w- I was shocked that he had not heard certain things. But he played in a band, and he gave me a CD, which I still have to this day at my house. And and but it was just one of those great moments where we ended up sharing a bottle of vodka, and never could speak each other's language except for we absolutely spoke each other's language. Wow, you know, good. You know, it's nice with the phone now. You can at least maybe get a little bit of uh, translation yeah. and, and times. But yeah, that sounds like a great trip, and you'll never forget that, right? Because oh, never. Blessed- when do we get to go there again? No, well, never. You don't know that. I wouldn't tell you Russia was a good time. We stayed right in Red Square and spent New Year's Eve in the square, and it was like Pink Floyd. You know, it was cops and soldiers and angry and, and scary and weird. And I wouldn't say in any way it was a good time, but it was super interesting. That's for well, sure. Well, you went there, and you had that adventure of, like, being there, you know. Yeah. Like I, we've been there two, three, four times or whatever, and, and it's like you're there, and it's just a hell of an experience, you know. Yeah. They even get yeah. Well, that's, that's it, Joey. I mean, you, you, you do it like I think I do it. Like, it doesn't have to be the greatest time of your life. Like, this was so fun. Oh. It's just, I want to be, be interested. I want to know. I want to feel it. I want to see it for myself. Yeah, and you get that emotion. You leave with it, and you just, you just know what you've been through and what you see, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, I've I, I kept you long enough. I, I, uh... Don't worry about that. I, I know that you got a role. you got a time frame. I don't love worry you about guys. It. God, it's just, I just, I just looked at it. I was like, oh, 35 minutes. It's, yeah, I, don't, uh... I never want to overdo my stay with you guys or be too, too, too often, but 
Hey, I, we welcome it. I don't care. Anytime, man. You guys are sweet to us, and uh, we love it. Well, Thank listen, you. I love you guys. And, and, and uh, truly, that phone call, it, it absolutely meant the world to me. And, uh, and when I was sick as well, you guys are, are wonderfully kind people, and I appreciate it very much. Yeah, well, you know what? God bless you, man. And uh, we hope that everything goes well for you going forward. And you know what? Be, be hopeful that uh, everybody's in a good place. You know, always. always. All right, love you guys. You guys take care, and I'll see you soon. Thanks, Thanks a lot, man. Bye, Krista. Bye, Joey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.